Hello and welcome to the Power by Rock podcast. We're going to be speaking with Gabrielle Davila Ortiz, aka Gabby, who's the founder of Astromag, which is a rock music website with great interviews and write-ups of indie bands. We're speaking with her to find out more about her perspective on rock music right after this. You're listening to the Powered by Rock podcast with your host, Isaac Kuhlman. The Powered by Rock podcast was created to help showcase some of the best rock musicians in the world and to pass on to future generations the rock music that has inspired rock fans around the world for decades. We want listeners to be able to hear great stories and life experiences directly from their favorite artists, as well as dig deeper into music theory and talk rock like no other show you've ever heard. This isn't about looking cool. It's about getting real and having a great time. Without further ado, let's start the show. All right. Hey, and welcome to the Power by Rock podcast. I'm pumped for the show today because I get to speak to a fellow Las Vegas journalist and rock fan. So that's always interesting because most people don't live here. Um, also, just to be fully transparent, Gabby is my sister-in-law, and I've known her since she was about 14, year old, 14 years old. So just a few years before you created Astromag. So welcome to the show, Gabby. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah. You went for the class. For you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So before we get into some other great topics that I want to bring up, I first want to ask you kind of about your journey. So can you give us the story of how you started Astromag, how you've been running it, and who else you had and kind of helping you make it a great site? Um, well, I started Astromag in 2016. I actually forgot about that. I thought it was like three years ago, but apparently it's been five. Um, I started it when I was in school. Um, sorry. But, <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Give me a second. Um, I started Astromag because I just wanted a place where I could, um, share my favorite music. Um, I've always been like a fan of music. That sounds dumb, but um, yeah. like my parents were super like kind of sheltering when it came to music. So I was always really into trying to find new stuff as I got older, especially in high school and then in college, as I mean, I'm sure, you know. Um, so then, I don't know, I just wanted to talk about it and share it. And I wanted to create a space where other people could like share their um, interests too, like what kind of music they like. Um, yeah. So I created Astromech and originally it was just me um, and then it just kind of became like my friend Elisa, she um, on like the first video interview that I did, she kind of like saved the day because she was like, we went to the same show and she was there and then since then she just has been helping me there and yeah. then obviously like you have helped me a lot and angeline which is my sister <laughs> for those that don't know and then i have like my friends emily and eunice who like help me edit so it's a lot like i say it's me but it's honestly a lot of people that um really help me when it comes to like reassurance you know when it comes to my writing or my photos or editing and whatnot yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and i mean obviously your 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 musical taste tends to skew well you have a kind of a wide range of musical taste because on one hand, you like stuff like One Direction, and then on the other hand, you like stuff like you know completely, very niche down, very indie, you know, punk rock or rock mu music from like a very specific genre. So, um, kind of explain where your musical taste comes from and and how it spans so many different genres. And it's not just all rock either. I mean, you also like Latin music and all sorts of dance music and stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. So when we were growing up, my mom would just play. I don't know if you know Sunny One Hundred Six Point Five. Yeah. So we Isn't drove that smooth like, jams or something like that. 
it's like the oldies oldies yeah. which is like 70s 80s you know and then it was also like current like pop stuff so we listened to mm -hmm. that and then we also grew up with a lot of like latin pop so you know like juanes or uh who are the other people <laughs> i don't know Serena it was just a bunch of all sorts of stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. and that was mostly i would say because of angeline my sister so you know that part and then we would watch disney channel as children obviously um and like my friend emily like she introduced me to the jonas brothers before they were in disney actually too so um she introduced me to that and then disney channel like we you know all those like you know the disney people yeah. but then as i grew older like um i kind of just wanted to you know get expand my horizons i guess yeah. So like in high school, my friends listened to a lot of like indie alt music. And then I kind of just started branching out and trying to find my own things on Spotify, which is really nice. You know, that Spotify yeah. has helped me. It's a lot way. easier to find things these days through these algorithms and stuff than it used to be where you'd have to like go on catalogs, literally catalogs or like they didn't have websites back then. So you'd have to like know somebody who knew somebody who heard of a band one time. And then you'd have to like buy like a, you know, a cassette tape or something like that. That's how old I am, Gabby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot easier now to be able to find some of this stuff. So obviously, you know, you're you you can range obviously wide, widely from you know having Jonas Brothers be that rock music entry point all the way through to you know yeah. some weird stuff that that comes out there these days. So that's pretty cool. Um, one of the things I like, uh, you know, obviously about the site and stuff is that. Um, it's it's pretty intimate. Like you, the interviews you do and the, the photos you take, it's not like, hey, you know, you're going to go take pictures from like, you know, a, a 7,000 person, you know, uh, you know, stage or something like that where you're like way back in the back. You're usually doing it with like bands that are like coming up uh, or, you know, have a small presence. I wouldn't say small, but, you know, they're not going to draw like a 2,000 person crowd. So you can actually get pretty close and, and personal. And, and they tell you a lot of stuff because most people don't even know about these bands. So kind of give me the insights of like how you feel like, you know, talking to bands and artists like that is kind of, you know, it feels how it feels for you as a, as a journalist and as a site owner. Go ahead. Well, what I mean by that is like, obviously, you're, you're not talking to, you know, the Jonas Brothers, right? So like, mm -hmm. if you're talking to the Jonas Brothers, they already have enough, you know, media attention and stuff. So like when you work with the smaller, you know, the, the kind of up and coming artists, you know, it kind of becomes like a two way street between you and the band. Like you're helping them get exposure. They're helping you get oh, exposure. Okay. So how does that feel as like a, as a site owner and as a journalist yourself? I mean, I usually, like you said, I always go, like I tend to interview a lot of like smaller bands right now. I'm trying to like focus more on the Vegas scene. Cause I feel yeah. like that would be really nice too. I don't know, like, even though, like you said, I'm pretty small still, but I feel like giving people the opportunity to talk about their music is like, yep. I don't know, just something I want to do. Um, there, do you think that there's a need for music to be kind of put in front of people, give visibility for bands that are not necessarily on the radio or not necessarily doing, you know, touring with big acts? I mean, do you feel like that's kind of one of the things that you enjoy about helping other bands oh yeah yeah definitely i think um there i think there is a need for that because a lot of people like i i will say that i tend like at the beginning i try to contact more of like the bigger bands per se um which they like you know was luckily they did reply and everything but it's not the same because a lot of people already know a lot about them and then yeah. um it'd be good to i think it's nice to give like people that exposure and give them that platform to talk about it because they're not going to have sometimes they, they don't like 
other people don't reach out to them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I would say that like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, I just most people aren't, aren't, aren't going to a concert to listen to what the, the supporting acts have to say or the opening yeah. acts have to say. Right. So it's and good like, to like be able to pull them up and, and, and talk to them. Yeah. Like I've always, every time I've gone to a show, like, which, you know, we've always, we've gone to many shows together, but I always try yeah. to get there before because I think the opening act, like they're, they're as important as the other people that are playing, even if it's like a smaller, you know, like, um, the bar shows out here, they have, they always have like, um, local bands playing. Like, it's always good to go yeah. see and like, you know, try to make connections, even though it's very hard for me to talk to people, but, um, <laughs> you know, like just to see what's out there and then, you know, then reach out if it's something that I really believe in. Yeah. And I think a lot of times some of those opening acts or supporting acts are even better than the, the headliners in a lot of times. So Honestly, it's yeah. like, you know, wait, wait two more years and maybe they will be headlining their own tours and stuff. So there's a lot of, yeah. you know, there's a lot of greatness about having a community where you can highlight people who aren't getting any attention at, at some point. Um, you know, obviously with my podcast and with my site, I've done that a bit myself as well. Um, I like to talk to, you know, bands that aren't getting attention from mainstream media or radio or, you know, the, all, all they're ever doing is touring to get visibility. Right. So like mm -hmm. for them to be able to come on, uh, you know, the podcast or, you know, maybe even on, on interview or whatever, just to get that, that exposure obviously helps them, but it, it makes me feel good about, you know, being able to talk to people about music and, and highlighting people that I think are great bands as opposed to them getting no attention. Right. So I think that's one yeah. thing that we share in common for sure. And I know one thing that you guys obviously uh, do at Astromag is, is you get to obviously interview people into like directly to them, um, which is a passion of mine as well. But I, I'm curious, what's your process when it comes to doing a great interview with a brand, with a band? Um, usually, well, recently, since I've been working with like the Vegas bands, I've, I kind of go into like a very stalker kind of mode. Yeah. <laughs> I like go on their, like I go on all their social medias. And then I just have to, I just gather so much By background By the way, media is already plural, so you don't have to put an Media, sorry, media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go on all their um, social media and like, I just try to gather background information. And then I usually kind of just put keywords of what I want to ask them about. Like if, it's our, if there's already an interview out there that they've like, you know, with questions that they've already answered multiple times, obviously you want to steer away like of those. Yeah. Um, sometimes I like mention little things like that in there um which i mean you've helped me with some interviews so you know but yeah. um i don't know i just kind of do like little keywords of what i want to cover and then it usually takes me like i could probably finish in an hour which it usually does but i always like um get over like i overthink everything so it takes me like a week to <laughs> actually <laughs> make an interview but um when i actually sit down and finally do it um i don't know like it's just everything things that i as a fan of those artists i would want to know yeah. And then just things related to, um, I don't know, their background. So yeah. I usually try to um, ask the people that help me edit, like, if they could take a look at it and, um, you know, give me, like, some pointers or insight or if I should just, like, change things or, um, I don't know. And usually those people are fans of whoever I'm interviewing, so it's a lot easier yeah. to, like, you know, really know what... Yeah. I can tell you it's, it's, it's a lot harder to do an interview when you don't really like the band's music that much. And it's like, Oh, why am I even yeah. doing this? Like, that's not fun. So yeah, that's what, yeah, that's why I, I think the, the first Go thing ahead. behind a great interview is to actually care about the, the person mm -hmm. that you're interviewing. Right. So like be a fan, then you'll have the, all these, you know, insights that, you know, a typical person who's just out there, you know, pointing a microphone at somebody's not going to even know about. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I try to do with Astromag. I just talk about people that I do like and bands that I do like. I'm not going to yeah. go out of my way to talk about artists or music that I don't really like. Like there's sometimes it's like there's nothing wrong with their music. I just it doesn't connect with me. And yeah. if it I doesn't create a connection with me, like I'm not going to post about it because it's not going to have the same kind of um, feeling or I'm not going to put the same emotions that I do into it if it's someone that I don't like. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's going to be, I mean, I do Powered by Rock, but there's, you know, half of the rock genres I'm not even a fan of. Like, there's, you know, 100 rock genres, and I'm like, I only like these 50 over here. I don't like those 50 over there. Um, yeah. And they, they get so sub-niche, like, prog metal, hardcore, rock, heavy, whatever. I'm like, I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> like, you got yeah. way too many adjectives for this one type of rock music. So, yeah, I'm like, all right, you've, you've niched it down too far. Like, I'm not listening to clown rock or whatever you've got over there. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's a good point. I mean, when, when you become a fan of the band, it's very easy the, the conversation's a little bit more natural, but also to do that research, um, to find out what they've answered, obviously. And, and what I like to do, and this might be a little kind of heads up for you. If you ever want to actually ask them about something that they've asked before, you can kind of put it in the question. So like you say, Hey, I know you've actually answered this question before, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you about this thing. But now I have a follow-up question based on that. And that kind of gets a little bit deeper as well. So like, Hey, you know, I heard Gabby that, you know, you've obviously talked about how you were the, you know, you were influenced by the Jonas Brothers before, but then I would say like, was there anything about the Jonas Brothers that put you onto another band or whatever, right? So then maybe if I knew that, I would put that as a follow-up question or whatever, right? So I think there's some really good ways to ask questions, even from stuff that's out there that you can get a little bit deeper. So, you know, that's one of my favorite things to do is like, I, I don't know, you're probably not familiar with the guy James Lipton from the Inside the Actor Studio. He was the guy that when he would do interviews with actors, they'd be like, how did you know that? And he's like, well, I do research. Like he would know the most ridiculous things about people. And then he would ask them and, and like, he's just a straight face guy, like an old guy. And he would just ask them the question. They're like, what, how did you know that? So it's like always kind of cool to like get as, as you know close to them as you possibly can without freaking them shit out. But yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I like to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know one thing that we actually, what was that? No, yeah, I'm like, I do the same thing. So yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I know one thing we actually did back in 2018 was we went to Cal Jam together. Mm -hmm. And uh, you had the opportunity to meet Matt Schultz from KG Elephant, literally just because like I had a Capital One credit card. <laughs> and they're like, here, you guys can get, you know, this extra access for that. And I knew that was one of your favorite bands at the time. And I know he is, I think, still one of your favorite singers. Now, it wasn't for an interview or anything. But I have to ask you, when you look at the idea of being a fan, but you also have to be a journalist. Obviously, you know, there's various degrees of journalism, right? There's like totally strict only news. Then there's editorial, then there's opinion, and like, you know, all this other stuff. Um, you know, to me, the concept of being a fan and being a journalist kind of happens very easily and it makes conversation fluid, like I said. But I know for a lot of people, fandom can turn them into a nervous wreck. Uh, when talking to the favorite artists, kind of where do you fall on that scale? Um, I think it depends on who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's also I'm already a socially anxious person as it is so it's very hard for me to approach people mm -hmm. um, and even send an email so but um, if I am like if it was KG Elephant I think even though I wouldn't say like this is messed up they're not like my super favorite band anymore as I keep expanding you know but I think I'd still be really nervous to meet them and like interview them but like as I continue to do interviews and doing photos and going to shows and doing like articles and stuff and doing more of like the technical side of like the music industry, yeah. um, 
I've become more like I've become less nervous, I would say. Like it doesn't really matter who I talk to. I think just my nerves are just because of me as a person, but Yeah. Well I know so before does... before we came on the air of the show today, like you sent me a thing saying like I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary to be on camera and talk about things. So yeah. well, even if I'm like behind the camera, like it's a little scary. I've just I think it's more of like I'm worried that things aren't gonna turn out the way I, I expect them to. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Well, the, the best thing is that obviously you get to control what happens, right? So if mm -hmm. it's not going the way you want, you can just stop and walk away. You're <laughs> like, see ya. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> not like yeah. you're held hostage there or anything. It's like, yeah, I've, you know, I've actually, I, I tell this story to my buddies every once in a while, but uh, I, I used to be a sports journalist and this was years ago, probably 15 years ago now, something like that. And I interviewed a particular head basketball coach for a particular um school uh, university that I don't really like. Um, I grew up a fan of their rival and I interviewed the head coach from the team that I never liked. And I mentioned that I was a fan of the other team. Didn't say anything disrespectful to him or anything. I just mm -hmm. said, you know, I grew up a fan of the other team and mm -hmm. he got so mad that he basically was like, why would you say that? Why would you even bring that up in conversation? I was like, cause I'm breaking the ice. Like, why would you take yourself so seriously? Like, why don't you grow up? But you know, <laughs> at that point I could have just been like, I'm done. Like I can just walk mm -hmm. away. But, you know, I was like, you know, being professional, I was like, well, let's just continue, like, sorry for offending you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you have the right as, especially as a, a site owner, if something goes wrong, you just be like, no, oh, I don't want to interview you now. See you later. <laughs> yeah, which I've like learned because there was a situation with the band where they kept pushing back, like the interview. It was literally like five hours. We ended up doing the interview and it's still sitting on my phone. It's been more than a year now. But I just, like, maybe that's bad on my part, but I'm just like, I don't know. It just didn't sit right with me. And, you know, yeah. I already had, like, already disrespected myself by staying there for so many hours. Yeah. But I think that was me just, like, putting a boundary where I was like, no, like, I'm not doing this, like, anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's good because, obviously, not everybody who is in this business, in, in the music industry, is a good person or worth, yeah. you know, highlighting. So, you only find out once you meet them and as journalists and as, you know, especially site owners, we have the, we have the full control over what we, what we share with the public. So yeah. um, it's not to say that, you know, we're dictators, but in that sense, we kind of are right. So like you like the people, it's easy to get a conversation with them. It's very easy to promote them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're not, not necessarily promoters, but that's kind of what the job entails. Like we're highlighting people. That's, you know, our, ourselves are in this included, but we're highlighting these other people so people can, see and hear from artists that that they probably won't get to hear from mostly and i know yeah. you're working a lot with like the unlv um and kind of like the campus around because you obviously went to school at unlv and you know a lot of bands that grew up and came up through las vegas and that stuff so you know a lot of those bands aren't getting media attention they're not going to be on the news or you know they're not going to be on a lot of podcasts or you know social sites or whatever so it's, it's pretty cool to see that you know you spend time with them just because obviously that's where you've lived here your whole life so it's, it's yeah. really good to put into that community so yeah so let's talk about some of the aspects of what you do, because you obviously write about music as a blogger with the site, but you also do photography as well, uh, a little bit of videography. I know a lot of photojournalists out there, and most of them are good at one thing and kind of sufficient at the other. But do you feel like you're better in one or the other medium, or do you like both of them equally? Um, I like both, but I will say I think I'm better at like photography than mm -hmm. my writing. And I mean, I'm still not like the best and fantastic you know what it 
I, I mean, I'm also compare myself a lot to a lot of people, which I feel like it's more of like me wanting to grow and get better. But um, yeah, yeah, I think I'm a lot better at photography, like at writing, I like it, but then I um, just overthink things. And I end up like, I don't know, like, it's a lot of a harder process for me to actually write. So I would like, prefer if other people wrote for me. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I used to think like the whole um, writing interviews part wasn't my favorite part, but like recently has become something that I really enjoy. So like in that that aspect, like the writing part, that that process I like. Um, but photography is like my whole thing. I mean, that's one of the reasons too. I think I started the blog. Like that. That's what kind of got me to like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Go into to do like more into it. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can get press passes for photo a lot easier than you can for interviews, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, can I come take pictures? Yes. Can I interview the band? No. no. Okay. Well, I'll come take pictures then. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's one thing I don't do like at all is, is photo journalism, right? I just do the, the, the right writing part because mm -hmm. I know that my best skills are not trying to figure out another, another thing. Like I've spent a lot of time writing and, and being, you know, uh, I guess a, broadcaster if you would call it mm -hmm. that because of my podcasting abilities over the years but um i've put absolutely zero effort into photo anything photography over the years and i know that if i'm taking photo, like photos for a show i'm like it's not gonna happen so it's it's just it's gonna be a mess i'll just i'll have like one good picture out of a hundred thousand or something i mean but that's yeah, how so. it is with me too so like <laughs> i take i you i like upload all my photos and it's like 400 and then i'm like i only like 10 because you know, yeah. that's just what it's, but if you yeah. ever need photos, well, you, you got to narrow it down to some point anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously the blog has kind of grown over the years. Um, you were in school, as you said, uh, until just recently, I think, did you graduate earlier? Like 2021, right? May or yeah, something? Yeah, it was like in May. Yeah. May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where do you kind of see the growth of Astromate going from here now that you're free from the shackles of education? <laughs> um, well, I feel like from when I've graduated till now, like I've done so much more for the blog than I have in the past, like what was it, like four and a half years before then. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, like it was really holding me back. <laughs> so mm -hmm. now I feel like I have more time to actually, you know, go out on my way and listen to music and do interviews and um, hopefully take more photos. Um, mm -hmm. I just want to continue to grow Astromag and, um, you know, continue to give like smaller artists a voice and stuff and then have hopefully other people come in and help me out because it's yeah. really hard to kind of just be my, you know, only me and having to like answer emails and do social media and then write articles. And <laughs> it's really <Yeah>. hard. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, with Astromag, I hope to like, you know, um, continue doing photos and interviews and articles and um, hopefully, you know, I want to put on shows eventually and, um, Maybe even, I mean, I've always wanted to have my own place to like have shows. I think that would be really cool to do. Uh, maybe like in Vegas, maybe not. I don't know. As of right now, I'm going to stay in Vegas for, you know, a little bit. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see. Maybe yeah. we'll move, make the blog not just in Vegas and kind of expand and find people from other places, you know? Yeah. So we can give other artists like a voice. So, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere except for Arizona. I'm just oh kidding. <laughs> hey, yeah, I don't know. I was going like to say maybe the second podcast where I've disregarded or like basically uh, disrespected Arizona, but just don't like that state. Something about it. Every time I go there, bad things happen. So I just got to stay out of there as often as possible. 
just really dusty. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> of place. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's, that's, that's cool. So I know, like, obviously you mentioned, like, this is tough to do all on your own. And you have had some help from your friends, obviously, Elisa and some other people. Um, but I also know you've been looking to collaborate and work with others. You, you did post, I think, what, about a week ago or two weeks ago about, you know, getting some more people interested to kind of have a message for those people who might be interested looking for content and writers and uh, photographers who might be, you know, looking to work with somebody, obviously, you know, they won't likely make much money. You might pay them a little chunk of change here or there, but it's mostly going to be free, uh, especially for now. But what, what kind of type of person are you looking for? And what would you say to those people who might be like looking to start working on a ground level with a company like yours or a you know, site like yours? Um, well, I'm just looking for someone like if you're really passionate about music and um, I mean, it doesn't have to be like your main focus. Cause you know, I, I have a lot of things going on too. I mean, I'm trying to make this one main focus now, but um, you know, if it's just something that you you've always wanted to do and if you want to talk about like your favorite artists or if there's people out there, or if you, you want to take pictures at shows, um, I don't know, just hit me up. Just don't yeah. be an asshole. Obviously going to shows for free and meeting bands is, is pretty cool experience, yeah, right? Yeah. It's pretty nice. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, just don't be a dick. <laughs> be respectful. <laughs> if you're very like, if you're like-minded, like with me, like we have the same values, obviously that would make it easier to work together. Obviously I can't pay you right now, but hopefully eventually we could, you know, start something out. Yeah. I want to, you know, hopefully some way, even if it's not a lot, I kind of want to, you know, maybe be able to support myself somehow and yeah. hopefully support someone else. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> Well, that's the goal yeah. of any real passionate business owner, right? Is to make it their life's work and, and make it pay them back. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you know. I was just, uh, just curious, we talked about, you know, obviously some of the bands that you would like to interview, but who are some of the bands that you'd really love to interview uh, where you wouldn't like be so nervous that you could, <laughs> couldn't talk to them. But I feel like if you put it out in the universe, it's more likely to happen. Right. So, you know, just say like, Hey, here's some of the top five people or artists that I'd really like to interview right now. Mm, um one band which i like we interviewed them through like it was a text kind of interview mm -hmm. written interview um it was the lies and the delusionals which we saw like right before the mm -hmm. pandemic began um i think it'd be really yeah. cool to interview them like in person or do like yeah. a video interview um i think i would really want to interview like the regrets they're okay. like um, yeah, um, Honey the Band. These are all just my favorite bands. I think it'd be cool to work with. Um, Wallows would be cool. These are all bigger bands too. And I mean, um, there's this band. I'd say they're mid-level. I mean, I'm not, they're not super heavy on the radio or anything, but they are out there on Spotify and they are touring and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think Eliza and the Delusionals, aren't they from like Australia or something? So like, yeah. not yeah. super famous over here, but yeah, that'd be like a good way to get them some recognition over here. Who did yeah. we see them with? I, I can't remember what, who we saw um, them with. Silver Sun Pickups. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's who we yeah, saw them with. Yeah. yeah, and then, nice. and, what were we going to say? Sorry. No, I said nice, but yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. And another Australian band, I think it'd be cool, like Emil and the Sniffers. They're coming okay. down uh, in like April or something. Yep. So yep. maybe, maybe. They just had a new album this year too, right? Like in yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we wrote about it too. Yep. If anyone nice. wants to go look at that. <laughs> Very cool. Um, yeah, I mean... It'd be cool to interview, I I mean, I know I write more about rock and stuff and like, but Olivia Rodrigo would be really cool. Like, I know she's younger than me, but it'd be really cool to just like, you know, understand her mind and see like yeah. where she's coming from. I mean, she's doing super big things. So yeah, <laughs> I, like, don't I don't know. 
I don't have time for you, Gabby. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Obviously, I mean, one when thing... it comes... Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no. Oh, no, I'm just saying that, like, I usually kind of just, um, when I think about, like, goals and stuff, I usually just think about who I would want to, like, take photos of more than, like, interview. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I would want to take photos of all those people, but yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool to, like, photograph, like, Billie Eilish, too. I don't know. She just seems really cool, too, on stage. So, yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> you can just take photos of your of your screen when you're watching Saturday Night Live or whatever. Oh my, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I see her, I'll just take a little, you know, my phone and just yeah. <laughs> zoom in. Look at my new photo of Billie Eilish. Don't worry about those blurry lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I was going to say, one thing that's obviously different between you and I is uh, I'm, you know, twice your age almost, and I'm a male. <laughs> Uh, yeah. obviously in a pretty male driven industry of, of rock music. Right. So from your perspective, you know, obviously from a female perspective and a younger person's perspective, um, kind of what, what motivates you about rock music going forward? Because I look at it like, you know, I've got, I like to bridge the the new and the old, whereas like most younger people don't even think about the old. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. I have to bridge nothing. Cause there's nothing there. But as you start to get older, then you're like, Oh, all my favorite bands from when I was younger start to disappear. And you're like, now what am I going to do? I'm just going to listen to the same music for the rest of my life. Right. So what's your take on, you know, where a younger generation and a female perspective kind of fit in the rock industry? Because um, I'd like to hear from your side, because obviously it's not my perspective. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I was having this conversation with um, another like someone that I've like interviewed in the past and I worked with and I really respect their music um, about how like, it's kind of scary going into this, um, like into just like the music industry, but the industry, which is very, like you said, very male driven. Um, and it's uh, very like white male driven. Like I'm going to yeah. be honest, you know? So it's like yeah. very, and, and the crazy thing is it was started by, you know, Chuck Berry and a lot of these guys who are you know, black individuals from jazz music and, and black yeah. rock and roll, little Richard and all these guys. Yeah, and now and it's all, all somehow white guys from the suburbs. I don't understand yep. how that happened, but that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So because of that, I mean, it's just really hard to go into like certain situations and I get really like overwhelmed because it's just a lot, just a lot of dudes. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of scary to go into these like spaces and even online, it's kind of hard to, um, even make these connections. Cause, um, I, I mean, I follow a lot of like women and, um, uh, like femme presenting people that are in the music industry. So like, I, I feel kind of like a little bit better in that way, but it's still like, I see their, like what they tweet or what they post and they're still having trouble, you know, like in the photo yeah. pit, they get kicked out or like they're not taken seriously or they're harassed or whatever. So it like going into it, like I always got kind of scared too. And it makes me nervous and kind of hesitant, but I mean, hopefully it'll change and become more like, you know, um, like white male people will like step aside and like let people of color go in and like um, women and non-binary people to kind of like take a more of like a dominant role in these like um, spaces. Does that make sense? Yeah. And obviously there has to be a want, obviously, you know, there's, there's tons of rock fans out there. So it is, it is interesting that, you know, of all, you know, creeds and ethnicities and everything like that. So it's, it's very interesting that a lot of artists happen to be white males, uh, considering you know even people like Jimi hendrix helped mold you know rock music for everybody and it's like one of the greatest guitar players of all time was a black guy from the 60s and 
you know, why, why can't there be more of that? And I, I love watching bands like Radke, um, you know, come up, you know, from, I think they're Kansas city, uh, Midwest, even like how you're, uh, you know, three brothers, all, all black guys from uh, Kansas city growing up and, and, and playing rock music. That's fucking awesome. In my, in my opinion. And you see, you know, I, there's another band that I really like called taco cat from Seattle, um, female driven uh, vocals. And, and, and they actually, I saw one picture of, uh, I think her name's Emily from, or Emmy. I can't remember if it's Emmy or Emily. Um, the, the, I think it's the lead singer, uh, uh, you know, protesting abortion rights at, at the Capitol. And she was like on the front cover of like the Washington post or something like that. I was like, that's pretty awesome. So just seeing like that kind of stuff, it's not just a music thing, but also like a human's rights and, and equality yeah. thing, just being spread across rock music is pretty yeah. cool to see. And, you know, there's, there's tons of bands. I know best coast and, and Heim and a lot of these other, you know, female driven bands have a lot of that, um, you know, their voices are being heard, which is pretty cool. So, you know, obviously mm-hmm. from your perspective, I think, you know, when you mentioned the bands that you want to interview, I think like three of them were female driven bands, maybe even four of them out of the five. So it's yeah. like, you know, you can see how those people are growing in the music industry because that's, you know, you're going off on that direction, following them. And, you know, I try to try to stay pretty equal, but, you know, even when I present myself to like interview somebody who is a female, I think there is a trepidation from their side because it's like, what's their ulterior motive? Like, I just want to yeah. highlight you, but who knows what they're thinking in their mind, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little, so. you you never know. You always have to be kind of like on edge. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think right now our job is to like kind of elevate these like my, like minorities, you know, in the music yeah. industry. Because like you said, there's like so many, but it's just the fact that they don't get the same coverage that yeah. other people get, you know, so. Yeah, and obviously you're, you and my, you know, my wife, your sister are both 100% Mexican of, of ethnicity, but you guys look, white so you might not be seen as hispanic and some people mm-hmm. you know i know some people who are you know half half white half hispanic and they don't consider themselves like truly hispanic but then they get labeled that just because they have like a last name that's weird mm-hmm. i talked to uh, uh, tristan martinez from decent criminal he was like yeah one guy in cleveland said how does it feel to be a color of, uh, a band of color and he's like what are you talking about <laughs> like <laughs> we're white but you know yeah. in, in his head he doesn't he doesn't really care and it's like why mm-hmm. does it have to be a thing? Like, I get it, like make good music, but also don't discriminate and don't, you know, take people out of the equation that should be there for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Yeah. So I know that you have some other things that you obviously want to grow Astro Meg into over time as well. We talked about, you know, possibly even moving into doing some promoting to book bands and such. And you did mention that you might look to establish a venue at some point in Las Vegas. So what does the big vision of Astro Meg look like when it's fully realized, if you could kind of get, sum it up in a nutshell? Um, maybe just, I don't know, putting on shows. Like I said, I, it'd be cool to have a little video. I've always had this like little dream of having a coffee shop with like a record store in the front and then it's a venue in the back or, you know, by day it's mm-hmm. one thing and that night, you know, it's something else. And just to have like, you know, smaller artists or just, you know, even people from out of state that maybe aren't considered like small, but just, yeah. you know, just come together because at Vegas, I mean, we have... We have venues, but I feel like it's a lot harder for other people to come in, you know? So it'd be cool to put on shows with people from here and from like other parts of the country and, you know, world. So um, I don't know, just to continue doing that and maybe continue taking photos of like bands and stuff. It'd be cool to like document more um, shows and like tours and stuff with Astromag. I think that'd be a really cool thing to do. I mean, my personal goal would be like to tour with like a band. So I, I think it'd be cool to like put that on the blog and like kind of just show like 
if someone would be willing to let me like do that and like show um you know what that like touring is like or and yeah. then like from the stage to like just like traveling and everything i don't know that'd be a cool yeah. way like good cool to see from like in the like how would i say this? <laughs> i just yeah. think it'd be cool to see like the different sides sides yeah. of everything yeah yeah from behind <laughs> the stage yes exactly <laughs> yeah and cool so we'll add some links to the show uh to your site in the show notes below uh, the episode, but do you have anything you'd like to plug or anything you want to say to the readers or anyone that has yet to find your blog before we go today? Um, yeah, I mean, just check out Astromag. Um, we have some cool interviews and like show reviews and cool music, or, if, you know, you don't want to take the time to read. That's cool too. I'm more of a visual person as well. Um, you can go on Instagram and follow us. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you want to see more concert photos, I'm going to plug myself too. <laughs> Yeah. Um, follow me at Astro Blaster, um, Astro with a zero. Um, yeah. Both have a zero for the O, so Astro, yeah. zero, Astro Mag, Astro Blaster. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you want to um, have me take pictures at your shows or <laughs> you want to like have your um, music, you know, share, share your music and your thoughts and your ideas with the world, just, you know, hit me up and we'll do an interview and we'll put you on the blog. Or if you want to help me out, you can hit me up too. Yeah. So yeah. That's Sounds it. good. Yeah. So obviously connection, right? Like obviously one mm -hmm. of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here is because I think it's awesome when, you know, somebody's putting all the effort into, you know, trying to get more steam in their, in their business. And, you know, I know that obviously as a younger generation, a lot of people look to try to establish themselves on social media, but it takes a lot of time and a lot of work. And if you don't get any sort of opportunities from other people to kind of help you out, it's, it's pretty tough to like get recognition and, and visibility. So, um, you mm -hmm. know, I'll, I'll use a little bit of power that I can to throw a little bit of, you know, sunshine your way to see if that helps get any Thank more you. visibility to you. But obviously um, I think it's, it's very cool that, you know, you connect like, right. So like work with people who want to work with you and, 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 you know, hopefully there's no shortage of good people out there who make great music that obviously you can interview and take photos of and, and speak to and, and, and highlight as well. Yeah, of course. Like, I just want to create a community. So hopefully, yeah. you know, people are willing to join our little community to make yeah. something great. So, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So obviously I want to thank you, Gabby, for being here today. Uh, that is Astro Mag, Astro with a zero. So A-S-T zero Mag. A-M-M-A-G. So we'll put the links in the, the show notes below. But thanks for the awesome conversation today. And if you haven't checked out the site yet, then go to the show notes below and, and click on the links, obviously. If you like what you heard on the show today, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends on social media as well. You can see the full interview for this interview and all other interviews on our YouTube channel as well. Also, if you want to check out some written content or any of our products or merch that we have available, go to poweredbyrock.com to read our absolutely free rocking blog full of album reviews, interviews, and lists to keep you entertained. And find our gear as well so you can pick up some items to look and play like a rock legend. That's our show for today. We'll see you soon for the next episode. Until then, rock on. <laughs>